Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone, welcome back. Welcome to it. Welcome to us. Welcome yeah. to life. Yeah. Can we be real? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cards on the table. We're all a bit hungover. We are. Well, I'm not because I don't get hungover. As I've told you before, my father forbade it. Because you were the most drunk last night. Yeah. And, sorry. The, you know, no, that's fine. But you smashed most of the wine. Yeah. You went down and got three bottles of Why wine. Why do you make the... such a big deal of it? Like, I didn't realise that we were, we were keeping no, no, score. Got, no, well, well, Jesus. There was a moment where I did. you did tell a story, I think, about three times. Did I? You did, that, it's fine. Everyone does it. Everyone does it when they get drunk, right? And I went, I reckon now this is where I'm going to go to bed. It's Betty Buy's time it's for Betty mum. It's Betty Buy's time. I'm not going to tell the story because you know what the story You know where we wrapped up. No. You know the topic where we wrapped up. Which we can't repeat. Oh, okay, got it. Yep. Okay, fair oh, enough. We actually we should be. Ooh. We should tell everyone what's going on here. Is well. we're actually doing the podcast in a hotel room because yeah. we had a girls' night out. We did have a girls' night. <laughs> you booked us a room that's like a suite where we have we we're all in the same room. It's a girls' weekend. Should I discuss this with you? Because I didn't think that. Because uh, when you walked in, you went, "Oh, we're all in here together." Yeah. I always just think that you're going to be totally okay with that. But I figured when you said that, you were like. Oh, I just, as this, I said this, to you, what this if is I... a workplace. Yeah, yeah, we should have patched Danny in to that, to that booking. Well, Bags and I shared a bed. You did share yeah. a bed. With a pillow in the middle. Yeah, cute. Yeah. Which I didn't put there, Matt did. My, I didn't put it there either, mate. Well, it's fun what, that can well, I, you both say, no, I didn't put the pillow there. No, I didn't put the pillow there. Well, it's actually quite funny because you've got kids mm. and, and cats and everything. and, yeah. and I, I got I, it all, baby. Yeah, and I think you look forward to having your own bed. I do. For a night, right? Oh, and what was funny, Matt said last night, because we were all drinking, he said last minute, look, I think I might stay here. Mm. Right, and uh, and then when we got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. 
And because we, we've only got two bedrooms in our girls' weekend um, apartment here that Bags has booked us, yeah. You said, oh, that's all right. You can sleep with me, Matt, right? Yeah. But it wasn't like committing to it. You were kind of just throwing it out there. Yep. And I was like, great. Because I want oh. my because I I've got, obviously I like I want my own space right yeah right for one night yeah you, you yeah. get kicked you get all that kind of stuff when you you know you, you're married you know what it's like <laughs> so I was looking forward to a night and oh. then yeah and then but I could see that you weren't committing fully to the offer hey I was saying I'm on the couch yeah, yeah no, I was, but of I course was, I was never going to let him just no, sleep on the not, couch the couch is not long enough for his yeah. body and I kept saying no you'll cramp you'll cramp up yeah yeah and there was so eventually of- I went all right. Bed space. There's plenty Get of bed here. space. Also, I think your bed's bigger. I think. Mate, I wanted my own, but it's okay. Oh, God. You, I don't Bags know about... and I spent the whole night DNMing. I don't reckon we I'm went. so glad yeah, you did. Yeah. Just a Dolly Doctor session in there. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you did. Gosh, what a crazy girls weekend we're yeah. having. Totally. It, midweek, by the way. Um, yes, it's great. I'm a, I'm a farter when I sleep as well. <laughs> So I was worried about that. I was thinking, oh, boy, he's going to get a few. Yeah, but that's just blokes, isn't it? No, you know what I did? I went, you know yeah, what? I, I held most of them in and then I, oh. I, I blew them all out in the toilet. <laughs> like like our, our lovely friend. I have thought about that every time I've gone to the toilet ever since I heard that secret. Yeah, I have thought about that a lot. This show gives us a lot to think about. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, and and again, a lot of a lot of it we can't say out loud, even on "Can We Be Real." No, yeah, then last night's story, no way. <laughs> I don't even understand how, how we got how there. We certainly don't know how we got there. I think we were talking about schools, and then somehow. <laughs> oh my god! No, let's not talk about it. No, <laughs> because not ever again. <laughs> okay. Wow. Why was I telling a story about that? Oh, how, did we, how did we get there? You were just reassuring me a lot that it's going to be okay. That you don't need to worry. <laughs> right. And I, I got the point. Jesus. But then I think you just kept saying to me, Sorry. it's all right. <laughs> you're you're going to be fine. Yeah. And you are. <laughs> In every way. Can we talk about one of the stories that you're allowed to talk about on the podcast? Sure. Which is um, obviously you've had a l- very long career. Oh, and you're long able to, and story. Like, I mean, I think you shared that, you know, you hung out with Graham Kennedy's writers and all that kind of thing on the podcast. Fine. But one of the things you shared last night with Mike Matt- McCall Jones was his name, by the way. Beautiful man. And then many years later, I met his son, who was also in show business, lovely man. Right. Well, one of the things you shared last night, which mm. was a, a shock for Matt and I, was that you were the support act, like... You know, like when Britney Spears uh, comes out on the stage, she's always got like a band that comes out beforehand, like yeah. it's an Australian band. Yeah. You know? Well, you were the support act for... For a, for a huge musical act. Who was it? Michael Michael Bublé. Michael so Bublé. Surreal. Michael Bublé. <laughs> yeah. But the support act yeah. for an, a musical artist... Mm, I know, it's As bizarre. a comedian. So did you sing? No. No, of course I didn't bloody sing. And no Bublé content? No. Well, yeah, I mean... As, as the tour went on, you know, oh, okay. I, I added yeah. a bit of buble, a bit of boob. I, I used to call him the boob on stage, which he loved and uh, and his crowd loved. It was very early in, not early in his career, but early in, in his kind of Australian, I'd, I'd never heard of him. And when I say he wasn't that famous, but we were playing like the main room at the opera house. So he had a pretty decent audience. That's huge. Yeah, it's like two and a half thousand yeah. people. And it's the opera house. like So you're not going great. to the opera house unless you're big. Yeah, right. And so just lots of gays and old women. Brilliant. 
Yeah, and like the big concert hall, one of the big concert halls in Melbourne and then, yeah, all, all around Australia. We're very random very, well, for a comedian to launch a musical artist. Well, this is what I said to him. I said, I don't know if you're aware of this, Michael Burblay, but this is um, <laughs> this is not really the done thing. And then he explained to me that uh, his favourite singers from his genre, like, you know, in the olden days, Frank Sinatra and, and those guys would have a comedian on before them. And apparently in America it, it was kind of a thing. For even the crooners. In, yeah, but even in the 70s and 80s, like... Even sometimes bands and, and singers would would have comedians on before them. Because, Matt, you brought up a great point. It's a real gear shift, isn't it, to go from, like, laughing, ha, 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 yeah. ha funny gear, and then into, yeah, know, but they'd I be... just haven't met you yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, and, like, we had a half time. You know, like in between us. Did you get back out again? No, no, but it's not like like I brought the boob on. Um, So, you know, I'd do, I don't know, half an hour or something and then intermission. So everyone would hit the bar, have a wine and then come back for a bit of, I just haven't met you yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he was great. He was very... Birds flying high. Yes. Was he doing all this gear? Yeah, of course. Because they're his songs, right? Well, they're old standards, but that's what he was doing at the time, yeah. And he's very, very funny. Very funny. And this was before he was married and he was cutting a swathe uh, around town Mm. with the ladies. And he was it was super fun. It was great. Did you? No, I didn't go there. I was married. I know you've mentioned that you never thought about any other guy when you were married, right? No, it was. Which I find... I know you find that bizarre. A lot like of people not, find that. Not, not, I thought, not even a, like, and you're hanging out with Michael Bublé. I'm like, hanging out with the boob, the so young boob. You, and you're singing on, were you dancing on stage with him? No, I wasn't <laughs> dancing on stage with him. Jesus, you are just t- adding more mayo with every time you. Yeah. Welcome back to the stage, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, my God, we're duetting. No. I just haven't met you. That would be great. No, 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 no. But uh, it was super fun. Very showbiz, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It is very showbiz. I mean, yeah, he's no Dalai Lama, but, you know, it, that's another great I toured with, obviously. But uh, but it was fun. And I was yeah. I was very young. I think I was like, I was in my 20s. So you didn't... Uh, Root him? No, that- flirt? No. Is he your type? Michael Bublé? Or is he a bit clean cut? Yeah. Like he's a bit, he's a bit, oh. suit, he's a bit suit... Perfect no, kind of looking, isn't he? No, no, if I, no, but he, but he's also really funny, and I think if I was single, yeah, I probably would have been mm. interested. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, talented, funny. So before you go on Handsome. a stage at a show like that, is there are there like is there the green room with like your name on it, and then the next one's like his green room yes. with Michael Bublé on there, or dressing room, yeah, dressing room, and, right? And he used to we used to hang out. So he used to hang outside stage while I was on, and we used to hang outside stage before I went on. He was very, like, that wouldn't happen with everybody. A lot of people would just ignore you, but he didn't. Famously, I'm always amazed, you know, you'll hear people talk about, musicians talk about touring with a big artist like Britney Spears or whatever and never meeting them. Hmm. They just completely ignore them, just, you know, don't even cross paths. And I think, mm-hmm. God, how is it even possible? They tour with, with them for weeks and months. Hmm. Uh, but, no, he, we were, he was definitely hanging out. And, and uh, all the crew and that. They were really friendly with him. He was he was a really friendly, lovely guy. Are you guys uh, like giving each other feedback backstage? No, like no. I really like your bit there, or you know? No, but he loved he loved the act, which yeah. was good. Yeah, I mean, I I gave him some pointers, obviously. But, of course. Um, <laughs> Do you know that he's going to be a big star? No, this is what I mean. I'd never heard of the guy, and I was like, Michael, who? who? Boo, Blay? <laughs> what? Are you, what is? What even is that? 
so yeah, he's 48. My, and Matthew's just Googling him. So he's almost the same age as me. Mm. And, and I, was, so I was shocked at the size of the venues we were playing. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. What yeah. year is this? Well, I was in my, I would say, oh, I was born in the 70s, like late 90s. Mm. Maybe early 2000s? I just picture like the agent on The Simpsons. <laughs> you know, the lady that's always smoking. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that phone call from your yeah. agent where she's like, I got this guy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like that. It was like, like that. Yeah. And, we were, and I was like, what? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. She was like, no, no, this is legit. This is real. It's real. It's a, it's a real thing. Wow. What? And, but, and then, as I say, when we saw the venues, we were like, oh, shit, He's this is time. a real He's a thing. He's a big-time guy, yeah. yeah. And it was like, and the touring company was like, you know, dainty or it was a huge production Pro. company, yeah. Mm. Is Michael Bublé the kind of actor that gets undies thrown at the stage? Uh, almost. It was a, a bras? It was a bit like that. No, because, as I say, it was gays and old ladies at that stage. The old ladies would be, you know. Opera house old ladies. Yeah, no, they're not undies throwers. <laughs> no. But... Uh, but but as did I'm you saying, get any uh, undies? No, sadly no. No, from no, the, no. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but but he was he was definitely meeting ladies out and about. Yeah. Afterwards. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Because uh, yeah, handsome, young, mm. charismatic. He was getting it done. Mm. Mm. Michael Bublé. There you go. The boob. Good times. One of the many drunken stories from last night. One of the few we can tell. Yeah. Gosh. That was early on. That one. Yes, it was, as yeah. we were watching Queen live. I think that was before you went downstairs to get the three bottles of wine Will from the lobby. relax? Like, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> who's keeping score like that? That's, you need to just and, – and how come you're always sick in the morning? That's what I don't understand. Well, we know this. I can't handle my alcohol. <laughs> We've established this, but I'm not making any changes. No, I'm not asking you to. I'm just going to be the guy. Except stop, moni hand. stop monitoring my intake, I suppose, would be the only change I would ask you to make. Here I am. I'm up and about. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. No. Secrets and sparkles, you know how this rolls by now. Yes. If you're a regular fan of Can We Be Real, basically you share secrets with Michelle and then we dissect the secret and have a good chat about it and then you file it into a category. We file it, yeah. Now, do you want to just before we get into today's secrets, go because you've got your dashboard there. What is it, your I desktop? Did. I opened up the dashboard too because I thought, God. The it's... dashboard? Yeah, the dashboard. I'll throw the... the wrong word out there. It's actually no, I love a desk, dashboard. But it's a desktop no, file. No, let's call it a dashboard because that makes it sound very, very formal. It makes it that sound like, like I've got an app. Yeah, which I love. <laughs> it makes it sound like I've, I've, you know, created software for this. And I, and I, oh, and I love that. You take it easy over there, mate. Oh, oh you had all the wine. Well, hang on a minute. Who can't? <laughs> no, I can't, I'm, I'm spilling shit. You are a disaster over I'm there. I'm sweating. You are. You are always such a mess. Anyway, you've, you've got. It's not coming out of your Do nose. Really? I'm on the contra colds, guys. So easy. You're so easy. Anyway, dashboard's open. It is. Relax. Okay. Um, yeah, we've got uh, good luck you fucked, obviously, everyone's favourite category. Perfectly understandable. We've got ooh, be careful. We've got I love it. We, we added that. What did we add yesterday? God, I've got to update the bloody dashboard. Anyway, <laughs> let's just crack on. Well, I'll, I think I'll that, update no, I the, think you added Keep it a secret or something like yeah. that. Keep yes. that yeah. Secret. Keep it that secret. Oh, and we did also. I look. I I did say um, you've got to kill your friend, but I don't know if I officially added that to the dashboard. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did advise one lady to kill her friend recently. I feel like that yeah. one might be used that often. You're probably right. 
Yeah, look, you're right. I won't formalise it and we'll see if we ever need it again. I'll just keep it in. I'll keep it in drafts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just Let's... popping that. Hold up. Just yeah. saving that in drafts. Okay. So are you creating the software? Yeah, as we speak. <laughs> Michelle's coding right next I'm to coding. me. I'm <laughs> coding. This is like a, we're like in a Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are they called? Um, Where they, get the, they, they bunker is... down and they come oh, yeah, up they're, with... They're locked in. They're, they're locked in. Yeah, what what yeah. do they call it in... Um, Social network. Social network. Yeah, or it's like a clinic or something. What do they call it when you're in a... And they're all doing shots yeah. as they as they work things we out. We should do shots. Yeah. Well, we've done that, mate. We did that last night. We should do it again right now. Far out, mate. It's anyway. 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we just had brekkie. You don't have to tell everyone. The time. What is wrong with you? Time, mate. Time calls women a thing for a long time. Yeah, I okay? know. But when it comes to drinking, you don't have to keep score and tell people the time. It's like, 10, who, who needs a wife when we've got you around? <laughs> yeah, Fuck exactly. Me. How's my wife feeling? Free, because you're here with me. <laughs> She's probably partying. Uh, she probably would be. Right, I've got the da- the dashboard open. All right, here we go. Secret number one. Hello. Hello. Uh, growing up, my mother didn't have a lot of money, so we would often eat things like home brand spaghetti with home brand pasta sauce. Yes, yeah, same. Or baked beans on toast or you know, just other cheap meals with home brand ingredients. Yeah. Now I'm a grown-up and on a reasonably comfortable salary, my husband also earns a decent income so we can afford higher quality food. Fancy pants. However, sometimes when I'm at Woolworths, I will still throw a packet of home brand spaghetti into the trolley and I will take it home and cook it and eat it with pasta sauce. And even though it has no nutritional <laughs> value whatsoever, it's just my go-to comfort food. I know what you mean. Yeah. Do you ever do you have any Povo foods? Even if, if you weren't raised on them, maybe when you're a student, mm-hmm. you started eating povo foods like two-minute noodles. With, with tomato sauce. Oh, no. <laughs> I never – I was – but this is equally <laughs> gross. The, I, mine was – I feel like that's unfair to judge mine. No, no, wait till you hear mine. <laughs> right. Mine was two-minute noodles with um that that – Cream cheese, that really yellow Holy cheese, shit. yeah, that that is so weird and toxic. It doesn't even have to go in the fridge. They keep it on the shelf at oh, Coles. Yeah. You know that yeah. Yeah. Mixing that through noodles, wow, it's disgusting. But I, but you love it. I would eat it now. I'd eat the shit out of it right yeah. now if it was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know what you mean. Yeah, these comfort foods that are gross, but is it because the taste takes you back? Like into like happier times or something? Yeah. Well, you know what's so sweet about that when you put it that way is that. For this lady, obviously, it's the comfort of that's the food her mum made her. Yeah. Even though it was povo and it was like when you talk about home brand baked beans, oh, God, I can taste them. I can Mm. see them and they're just... Sloppy. Flavourless. Yeah. Yeah, they're real. the, The sauce is thin. Yeah. Um, it feels like there's not many baked beans in the can. Yeah. It feels like it's Some all... Some of the beans are hard. Yes. You're like, well, oh, why is there a hard bean in here? God, it's so <laughs> sad at the time. And then you go to another person's house and they've got Heinz baked beans and you just feel like you feel like the clouds are parting and you can <laughs> totally. hear the choirs. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, these baked beans are I'm gonna, making Amazing. me cry. Yeah, Five-star baked beans. Yeah, posh baked beans. So, But now as a grown-up then... The cheap spaghetti just takes you back to being yeah. with your mum. Totally. It's like a taste bud memory. It, it, 
very closely related to memory, taste and smell. Very closely. Is it really? Yes, absolutely. Smell is the closest sense to memory. Yeah. So like when you walk into a room and you might be like, oh, this smells like grandma's house. Totally. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually really beautiful. Don't don't keep that a secret, darling. That's a beautiful thing, yeah. I think. How do you file this one on the uh, app? I love it. Yep. In in the dashboard, I'm just going to code that right in. <laughs> that is going under. I bloody love that. That is gorgeous. And and I try to tell my kids to have a simple dinner. <laughs> just try and tell those assholes, especially my daughter. She's so much like my father. Oh God! Mm. Every meal had to be a celebration with my father. Everything had to be over the top. Had to be like a big deal. Even when we were poor, when I was a kid, my poor mother, they would have no money, and he still was like, "Where's the gravy?" Why is there no gravy? Like, and she was be like, "Can you just eat a fucking sausage?" And just like, <laughs> why does it have to be? Always has to. He'd be like, "How can you? Eat, why can't you ever think of a sauce?" Just like, can you? And so my kids are always like, "What's for dinner?" And I'd go, "How about we have boiled eggs?" Mm. Like when I was a kid, so yeah, often. Yeah. Eggs on toast, or they are like jaffles. Are you having a stroke? If I say something like that, are you okay, mum? No, yeah, but why can't we just for once have Be baked simple. beans on yeah, toast? Yeah, yeah. No, that is not happening, lady. Get, get Uber Eats. What are you talking about, woman? Yeah. You know? Yeah, kids these days, especially your kids, but like kids these days are just so spoiled with choice, right? That, yeah, and that's a, my a, fault. A, an egg on to- well, no, but I think, no, that, I I think know. Uber Eats is there for a lot of people just to go easy way out. Well, but also when you, you know, when. I remember Erin Molan, a lot of people bitched her out a few months ago when she said she's on the radio in Sydney with Yuzi. She said that she realised one day she called Uber Eats six times in one day and everyone was like, and I thought, she's a single mum, guys. Doing two jobs. She's a single mum doing two jobs. Breakfast radio and Sky News. So hard and she's so tired. Mm. And that's it's expensive being a single mum. You end up. Just, yeah, wasting money because there are days when I'm so tired, I'm lying on the couch and it's 5.50 and I'm like, I cannot get up and make something for these children. I cannot. I Mm. just can't. I need someone to bring them food and I'm too tired to eat anything myself. Also, sometimes, especially for Erin, she's, you know, it's her and her kid. Yeah. Sometimes... Eating out is actually cheaper than going and getting all of the ingredients, right? Putting it all together and then cooking it and then washing up and all that kind well, of. That's it, cleaning up like, after. But that's oh. they talk about. That's a nutrition crisis actually, because for some families, you know, Macca's is cheaper mm. than going to the supermarket and buying healthy food. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a whole other shit thing. Totally. So um, this lady's just taking me on such a deep dive into you know how nice it is that your mum cooked you even though it has this poor lady's going it's got no nutritional value it's got love bub yeah, yeah. your home she's brand not eating it all the time no but yeah. your home brand's pasta anyone who's cooking home brand pasta with home brand sauce for their kids tonight it's got bloody love in it and your kid will probably look back on it like it's a great memory they will yeah uh here we go secret number two Hi guys, um, just listening to the pizza episode I've got a I've banked up a few um and I just thought I'd jump in and share my um but plug scary story and <laughs> let you all know that yes they can go in I know because one did go right into me and uh, me and uh, my frisky fellow friend had to tear my room apart king size bed and all looking for the glittered buddy oh. and uh, couldn't find it and I'm thinking to myself 
surely I'd feel it. Um, surely, 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 surely I'd feel it. No, searched all night, googling, googling, googling. I thought, what? I'm going to die, and my search engine on my phone is going to give away. Um, finally, I fell asleep, and I was dreaming that I could feel it in my abdomen, and woke up, had a strong coffee, and felt, oh, I feel something. Great. Off to the tilt I went, and lo and behold, plip, plop, plop, there's my bedazzled friend at the bottom of the toilet bowl. So really? be careful, my friends, because they can go all the way up. Just... I have thrown that sparkled fellow in the bin, and I will never use one again yes. because they can go all the way up. Just take care out there. That I is feel a like public... it wouldn't have been as sparkly in the toilet. no. No. Well, post-flush, it probably got a good wash-off, but that is a, such a public service announcement. Isn't it? It is brilliant. Mm. Well said. Well played. Yeah. Um, Why did the king bed matter? No, I love all that. We, we just <laughs> tore apart <laughs> my king bed. Like, if you had a queen bed, is bedroom, it easier? I don't know, but it's just she's got an eye for detail, this one, yeah. and I love all of that. But look, the thing about the butt plug is, you know, oftentimes you, you obviously you're using lubricant and then that is, it's a fine line between not enough, too much. And then that's how I think you can end up losing your butt plug. Too slippery. Yes. <laughs> you know, choosing a size is a trick as well. That's why you'll notice when you go to your sex shop that oftentimes you can get a pack with a couple of different sizes. Right. My daughter, Dahlia and I, you'll love this bag. So you'll, find, you'll think this is outrageous. Dahlia and I have a joke. Every time we drive past uh, a sex shop, right. I'll say to her, do you have a click and collect we need to pick up from <laughs> Click and collect. Do you, have, do you have any click and collects in there waiting for you? That is great. It is. And and and, and it's, we're in a race to see who thinks to say it first. <laughs> we've got a couple sort sexy of- Sexy land. Yeah. Is sexy yeah, land it, still a thing in Melbourne? Yeah, absolutely. And we've got a couple in our broader neighbourhood, sort of within a couple of um, minutes of our house, depending on our direction. And, and she loves it when she gets in first. Sexy land. She'll go, oh, God. And I go, what? She goes, I do you do you have a click and collect in there that you need to pick up? And I go, oh, you little, you beep. No, I'm good, thank you. I don't have anything waiting for me at the moment. Yeah, it's a lot more common these days, isn't it, to just be losing a butt plug? No, no, no. To be shopping at these places, absolutely. It's not as like embarrassing to go to Sexyland now as what it used to be, say, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, because I mean, if you, I mean, and the one one of them near our place is in the industrial area, so it's like, oh, that one looks seedy. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, it's like like it's still got DVDs at the back. Yeah, it probably the black does. curtain. <laughs> it's among, it's among like, you know, auto repair shops and shit like right. that. It's like, yeah. oh, God, you can just have it in the main street. You don't have to have it there. Yeah. In, uh, in Paris, they're everywhere. Yes. Well, they're but, in the city in Melbourne. There's yeah. lots as well. Yeah. Like it, just in the city. But these ones around, because I live in the western suburbs, they're oftentimes in those in industrial areas like behind a, a huge pet barn. But also, like you're also, I mean, they're, they're the physical shops, the bricks and mortar <laughs> shops. But now a lot of um, influencers mm. are flogging off their bloody things oh, on, on socials. Like, vibrators, like, like yeah. They're that, actually bringing out their own bloody brands. That was huge, wasn't it? There was a Is moment still where, happening? Yeah, well, I don't know. There was a moment where everyone had a vibrator, wasn't there? Everyone had their own vibrator they were selling. For self-love. Yeah, of course. Self care, self care, self love. Yeah, yep. and and so it's a lot more. Oh God, we are open. idiots. What? Why aren't we yeah, selling? Can we, be real? can we be real butt plugs? I think we need to. Yeah. Hang on. This Put is going to need. Yeah, this is going to need a Mate, new. How's the I'm just opening nails a new going tab. There. Yeah, they're going beautifully. Just opening a new tab. Just coding. 
a new tab. I don't think you need to code a butt plug. You don't. <laughs> sorry, you don't know what's going on happening on the, this. I'm revolutionising butt plugs. Mine's, wow. co- mine's coded. All right, Zuckerberg. Yep. He'd have a butt plug, wouldn't he? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he is a butt plug. <laughs> All right. How do you file that one? I love it. I'm loving everything yeah. about this. And just also really great advice about the coffee. Yeah. You know how it is in the morning? If totally. you relax, yep. just relax, have a coffee, and failing that, have a cigarette. The, that, c- the that ciggies really loosen you up. Really today. gets the bowels going, yeah, I find. Okay. All right. That or a prune. Prune's going to take a day or, you know, it's going to take a little while okay. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is secret number three. I have a four-month-old baby and my husband wants to have another baby, but I've kept telling him that I don't. So he thinks I'm on the pill, but I'm not. And I'm just trying to get pregnant, but I don't want to tell anybody that. Um, I don't feel like it's doing anything bad because... My husband does want another baby, but I just don't want to be so open about this pregnancy. You've got a four-month-old and you're trying to get pregnant again. Yeah. But is that also to keep the kids at the same age group so that they can be mates and all that? Yeah, I think if you got pregnant now, I think, wouldn't that be called Irish twins? That's a fun thing they used to call it if you have two Within babies. The same year. Oh, so so it wouldn't quite make apart. it. Yeah, you know, would that make it? Well, yeah. nine plus four is. I know, so that's 13 months apart. Yeah. But yeah, so you've just been, but still, that would be, yeah, I mean, I, close look, enough. I know a lot of people have kids close, but I don't know how you're even thinking. I mean, good on you, both mm. of you. You must be coping really well and just loving it. I, oh, God, I couldn't think of anything further from my mind when my kids were four months old than having another baby. Oh, Lord. But good on you. But you're a funny, you're a funny fish. So, so you want another funny baby, fish. and your husband wants another baby. But you're not letting you're your not husband know too, that. Yeah, like yeah, you're still playing hard to get, girl. Yeah, you? Mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny girl you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just well, let's just keep it a secret, just for the fuck of it. I don't know. Sure, <laughs> you, you seem to be enjoying it, but I think you're right. I think probably people will try and talk you out of it. Maybe that's why she's keeping it a secret, just like I just have done. Just gone, don't do it. Don't have another baby. Are you crazy? Ben Hannett, who is a Queensland footballer, sure is. I think he has now nine or ten kids. Does he? And he would be the same age as me, which Shit. means his wife would be a similar age, right? Yeah, that means that like. You're having baby after baby after baby for a good chunk of your life, like for not, basically twelve years of your life. Not to mention, she's you're breastfeeding probably. If just she's continually, just continually, like oh lord, god, that's she's a she's a tough ombre that lady, isn't she? Wow, they live on a farm because they've got so many kids. Good on her. She loves. She must love it. She loves it. She has to love and it. And he loves it. Yeah. He, he's got like a football team now. He really does. Isn't that gorgeous? I mean, God, it, there's a lot about that. I feel like I want to visit them. Yeah. I don't want their life. No, but they're <laughs> but, a lovely family. Yeah, they and must be. he loves his kids so much. Ha, uh, look, I, yeah. last time I ever sort of saw him or knew about him, he was obviously much younger, a footy player, and I just I had no idea about all of these developments in his life, and he was lovely then. Um, so I feel like they're... I, I just imagine their house would be lovely, a beautiful home and beautiful family, and 
oh, I really want to visit them. I don't want to, I couldn't cope in their world. But you're also like, you've got kids at different tiers. Yeah. So you can be like, all right, you, this tier here at the top, you're looking after middle tier, middle tier, you're starting to help out with bottom tier. Well, that's what they say. After you have three kids, the top ones are help raising the younger ones. And yeah. my little brother, Petey Poop, said the sweetest thing to me. I said that to him the other day. We were talking about a family with a lot of kids. And he said to me, he said, yeah, well, something along the lines of, yeah, well, you were left alone with me and Sherry a lot or something. Sort of, you know, along the lines of me helping to raise him, which was so sweet because mm. I did. He knows it. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, because both our parents worked and, yeah, we were sort of left alone a lot. Yeah, little Petey, my little baby brother. He's 43. <laughs> <laughs> my baby. Yeah. Mm. So I just think that is gorgeous. Mm. The Hennants. I hope they hear about this and invite me to come and stay at their farm. They need a reality show. I want to sit and watch their fun-loving life. Well, he's a breakfast radio announcer now. Where does he work? At CFM on the Gold Coast. Oh, and, um, and shut up. So, and he, she's, so he's doing brekkie radio. So he's at work at bloody half past four in the morning as well. Yeah, and then also doing a lot of stuff with Fox Footy. And like he's, he's, a, he's, a busy, he's a bit like a Husey. He's always out there working. Well, he has to. He's got a lot of kids to feed. Yeah, that's what I always think. I always think, fuck, I can't afford to live with no children. Yeah. How the f do you do this with eight or nine? You think that before you have kids. You think, how can I I afford kids? But you just do. Is that them? Have you got a photo of them there? How many kids are there? Well, I'm looking into it because Google says he's got three kids. Nah. Incorrect. (laughs) No, but then you just found a photo on Instagram and there was a shitload of kids around that table. No, he's definitely got a lot. He's got like eight or nine. But there's a lot of kids around that table. He is a sweetheart. Tells us his salary in 2014. Do you want to know it? Yeah. Yeah. 350K. For the in Broncos? In 2014. Was it the Broncos? Yeah. Where he's, or was he playing in Townsville at that point? Oh, look, this is just a really great... Com- this is a great rugby yeah. league 2014 conversation. Yeah. <laughs> 350K, though. That's good dollars. Isn't it? In 2014. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is secret number four. I was given courage to share this secret by your podcast. Great. When you spoke about women sharing stories of workplace harassment, I worked in a school and was sexually harassed by the principal. Um, I tried to report this and was bullied about this person would then get fired, so I um, didn't take it further. Other female staff members also bullied me. After that, I got denied promotions um, the workplace was a difficult one uh, anyway, and um, I'm now suffering from PTSD, depression, anxiety. Um, no, there's been no consequences for these people, and I'm no longer working in that role, and these people all still work there and being promoted for ignoring what happened to me. And allowing it to go on. Such a common story. Right. Such a shitful common story. Mm. And then you have to think, okay, well, what'll I do? Would it will I feel better if I do something about it, as in go all the way and try and bring consequences down on these people? But then how do I do that? How long will it take? How much will it take out of me to try and do that? Sure. Um, what if I don't succeed? What mm. if I spend time, money, energy on trying to take this legal yep. and then it, I'm unsuccessful? Mm. That could kill me, mm. you know? Yep. It's really hard to know. I mean, if you're 
I hope you're in counselling. I think that's the only, that's got to be the beginning because then you would mm-hmm. hope that if you've got a good counsellor, they will have the answers to a lot of those questions too. They'll be able to refer you on to a legal person to help you ascertain whether or not you can, you know, make a claim to anywhere, to mm-hmm. anyone. Maybe the education department and whether you can take it further. And then also they can help you figure out how that will affect your mental health. Will it help you or will it harm you mm. further? You know, it's just so much to think about. To Because tr- all you want to do is get better, right? Yeah. You know, you just want to feel better. But then also I suppose you would, people talk a lot about this idea of just not wanting anyone else to go through what they've gone through. So you sure. want to stop it. Yeah. Because it's wrong. Because it's, it's wrong. It's fucking wrong. And because, yeah. you know, so often we hear on our true crime podcast, you know, we talk to victims who say that later on they realise that there were so many other victims after them. And then, mm. then they have guilt on top of their PTSD, feeling like I should have done something. I should have, I could have stopped it. I didn't, you know, which is not true. It's not their responsibility. It's not their fault, yeah. you know. But, yeah, this is the, the ripples of these people's actions are just go on forever and ever and ever. It's horrible. Mm. It really is all lip service in these institutions when they're talking about believing victims or, you know, uh, prioritising mental health. It's literally all just front-facing stuff for other people to hear. In the the actual workplace with the actual people involved, it it doesn't seem like there's any difference anywhere. Yeah, Absolutely not. You're so right. Yeah. All the policies, all the, you know, morning teas... Yeah. Where we're going to, yeah. uh, as Marty Sheargold would say, cut a muffin in half and yeah. talk about <laughs> sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to talk about um, how to make the, the workplace safer and more inclusive and all these buzzwords. Yeah. But actually, you can still be sexually harassed and then you end up run out of the profession. Yeah. And the people. With half a muffin. With half a muffin in your hand. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the morning tea, guys. And a box with you, you know, with your stuff out of your desk under your arm, and paying for counselling for the totally. rest of your life. Yeah, it's fucked. You know, yeah. and the people who harassed you, and then and then when you try and report it to a superior, they bully you. They effectively because all they're trying to do is protect their job. Protect their job. Because if they should have been across it, yeah, and it makes them look bad if they're not. Absolutely. And they don't want to take it to their superior. And say, I haven't been across this. This is read, read its head. They don't want to have to go to somebody and say, um, we're about to get sued because uh, Janice was touched up by Gary at this primary school. Mm. And so now we, we have to fix it. Okay. Yeah. We have to stop this. No, no one wants the bad news. So well, it's, it's the layers that are protecting each other. That's it. Right? That's so this it. layer doesn't want to go to this layer, that's then this it. layer doesn't want to go to this layer because this layer is going to come back down on this layer no. and say, well, you Everyone should have been across it, Janice so we're going to get rid of you. to fuck off. Yeah. That's the, that's the quickest solution. Absolutely. It's not the right solution, but it's the quickest way yeah. for it to go away. And that's how it worked in the Catholic Church. Yeah. You know, that's how it worked at Sony. That's yeah. how it works in so many, many industries. workplaces, in so many schools, yeah, around the place. So I'm so sorry, sweetheart, but I hope you're in counselling. That's got to start there with a good counsellor. All right, well, if you have a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, uh, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page. There is a link tree there where you can share your secret. (laughs) 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So Can We Be Real has a closed Facebook group now, which you can join. Just search Can We Be Real on Facebook. We'll accept you into the group straight away. Get into it. Or go to the link in the bio uh, of this podcast and just click there. You can... uh, Jump in the group and do whatever you like, and you can share memes or get nude. Get, do you want to get nude? Yeah. Okay. You've done a video looking glamorous as not nude. Not nude. No. But hair done. Hair did always. Um, I stepped my pussy up. Remember? Yeah, I said you're this. Stepping the pussy up. I said this weeks ago. Yeah, months maybe. I was like, I'm seeing myself a lot of videos of myself that you're putting on um, my Insta, and I'm like, oh god, you got to step your pussy up. That was some time ago. See, that's funny that you think that. Because I think you look fantastic. Well, you're very kind, thank you. But uh, yeah, that was just my feeling, and I and I think I'm pushing through with it. Anyway, you you've you've said on here, you know, give us a. Shout-outs. We'd like to do some shout-outs, yeah. you know. Um, we used to do them on Australian True Crime. We had a Patreon group, and mm. so every episode we'd read out names. Yeah. And um, and I kind of miss it, you know. I kind of miss just saying hi to people. Well, Steph Walker. Uh, She's a, a beautiful old mate. Right. Well, she has said, I don't need a shout-out, but I love your podcast. <laughs> I love you, Steph Walker. And we, we just, we're social media mates. Like, we... We've met and just always chatted on social media, and I love you, Steph. Uh, Belinda Ash. What are you up to? She's she's actually uh, like a, a top fan. So oh. I think they categorise people as to like how early they get into the group as well. So the earlier you get in, the top, the, the more top you get. It's something like that, but I know that I'm a top fan of Donna's. Well, she says, uh, I've lost all motivation for anything. Uh, I'm 48 years of age. I love it when you guys disagree on stuff. Okay. And you and you pull out the fucking word. Yeah, great. Okay, there's a lot. There's a few thoughts happening there at once. Um, firstly, maybe if you're 48 and you feel like you've lost motivation for everything, go and see your GP, please, mm. because that could be hormonal. And I'm not joking. It could actually be hormonal. You could be going through, as my mum said to me just a couple of days ago, "Have you gone through the change, Michelle?" <laughs> she honestly said the words, "Have you gone through the change?" You know. The change of life. I said, do you mean menopause? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. can we actually use Why can't you say words? menopause? <laughs> yeah, why can't you say menopause? I, I mean, I had no idea She's where you were going there. She's just being an idiot. But She's... what's wrong with menopause? I don't know. 
she's just being silly. I was like, what are you doing? Is like, it embarrassing? No, well, no. Is, is menopause? She, we have never been that family. We have never, we've never called penises willies or peepees or anything. Like, I was like, what are you on, woman? Do you mean menopause? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we've just had that comment. So maybe at 48, I think if, if you can suddenly feel, like, really tired all the time, it, you can feel depressed, you can feel... There's all of these things that a lot of women miss and don't realise, oh, this is maybe perimenopause or menopause, right? and the doctor can fix it. Go and see your GP, please. Also, a bit of an update from you, because I know that you were joining a gym and then you went and changed the gym up. Is yes. That, has that helped you in any way as far as... Yes, he. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're in this gym phase because you're worried about your body kind of... Because my mum looks like she's walking on rollerblades all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, you don't want to get there. I do not want to be like that. Right. So, yeah, I realised, oh, my muscles are not as strong as they used to be. Yeah, it's going great. Can the gym help with motivation? You know, Absolute. endorphins in the mind, all that kind of thing Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've got to do that. You've got to exercise, borza, but you do. You have to exercise and but you but also it might you might need medication. You might need mm. um, hormone patches and stuff like that. It's fixable. Uh, Fiona Cassidy. Fee. She says, shout out to you, Michelle. Your makeup is on point. Thank you. Step yeah. my pussy up. Thank you so much. Do you do your own makeup? Of course. Right. Because you do, like, I mean, in this video that you've got on here, it's it's a lot. I love makeup. When I was very young, I worked with um, showgirls, they call themselves, and they were older trans women who had been in lay girls in Sydney in the 70s. Um, so they were just proper drag showgirls and mm. they taught me a lot of makeup tricks mm. and wig tricks, hair tricks. And um, so I just love makeup so much. So there's actually not a lot of makeup there, but it's good makeup. I'm using Kat Von... You're done up, mate. I'm good at makeup. I'm very yeah. good at makeup. But that's Kat Von D's foundation because someone else asked me what is the foundation I'm using. That is Kat Von D, KVD, mm. makeup and powder. Just so you know, and a lot of people always say to me, oh my God, your eyebrows are amazing. Just so you know, they're tattooed. Right. My brows are tattooed. So that's not hair. No, so, you, I mean, there's hair in mind, there. Am I allowed to touch? Go for it, girl. Do whatever I you want to do. touch your eyebrow. Look, it's not going to smudge or anything. That, that was life-changing, getting my eyebrows tattooed. They're that's tattooed amazing. by a Romanian lady in... in um, Point Cook in Melbourne. See, I've got a lot of John Howard's going on. You should get – I, I don't look at your eyebrows and go John gross Howard. or John Howard, <laughs> but you know what always looks amazing on a man? Manicured eyebrows. No, the, okay, look. On, it on, looks so good. Yeah, on certain men. No, every man. If you went and got those waxed, no. oh, God, we've got to get bags as eyebrows I'm waxed because you've that. got beautiful, thick eyebrows. Yeah, and then they'll It'll be all edgy. Up. Like, yours look like they're like – like, not like mine. They're like bang, bang, bang. Yeah, they're, not they're, like like, they're like rectangles, mate. Mine are Madonna circa 1993 Blonde yeah. Ambition Tour. Yeah. I need, but I, I want them like that. I hairs going on so it looks like I've... No, God, please. Men with beautifully manicured eyebrows, it just... I they can't... look like they're in Dubai. And that's stunning. <laughs> no. People in Dubai are very, very vain. Yeah. And they look great. They do look great. They but... look great for it. Gosh. Speaking of Dubai... Yeah. Lau, L-A-U? Yeah. Is that Lau? I think so. Lau Alicia. She is, uh, she's an Aussie living in Dubai and listens every single week, two episodes a week. Oh, Love, can we be real? My friend Bethany, her brother and his wife have just come back from Dubai. They lived there for mm. ages and they've just moved back. 
It's, an, it's a fascinating place, isn't it? Because it's made up. And when I ran into them at this wine bar near our house, I was teasing them going, and so how are you finding Melbourne's western suburbs yeah. after Dubai? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a culture shock to be back. Wow. I, I believe, I read, I've probably said this to you before, that the outside is air-conditioned in Dubai. In, yeah, the shopping centres. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, pump air-conditioned air outside. Yeah. Man, I that think place service is. over there is, like, next level. <laughs> So if you live and work there, usually you'll have someone that looks after your home. Mm. You'll have drivers. Your kids will go to like the best schools. You've probably got a separate bloke to look after your tiger as well. You got you just got like you just don't do anything uh, when you when you drive into anywhere. It's valet parking, right? Like it's just full on. It's like rich, 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 rich. But I think when people come back here to the Melbourne Western, you know, Western it's, suburbs, it's, it's different. A fucking shock. They go, <laughs> I'm mum, what? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the wine bar I'm speaking of is across the road from the train station. Yeah, like it would be a real shift. Where's the people? And what you can do when you you can sit outside when you're having a wine and watch the coppers push the kids back on the train to go home to Hoppers Crossing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's quite different, I believe, to Dubai. That would be a real yeah, especially if you've done ten years there though. Yeah. Is this what they're saying to yes, us? They're yes, like, that's exactly what they're saying. They're like, yeah, it's, yep, 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 yep. Bit, bit of a culture shock to be home. Mm. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't change it for the bloody world, mate. Yeah, we'll get into the closed Facebook group. Just search Can We Be Real on Facebook or go to the link in the bio and we'll see you there. That is it for today's episode. Thank you very much for listening once again. Give us a review on Apple and a star rating and also a star rating on Spotify. It really helps us get the podcast up in the charts where more people can discover Can We Be Real and we will see you next Thursday. Yes. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.